Yo, today's QOD is when people live at unity consciousness, powerful things begin to happen in their lives. Here we go. Of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Wayne Dyer on the show today. And today, Wayne is going to share one of the most unforgettable stories you will ever hear. Here's Wayne. There have been three presidents that I think have lived at these higher mystical levels of consciousness. One was Thomas Jefferson. And even though Jefferson in the 18th century lived in a world where slavery was something that was accepted, when he wrote his Declaration of Independence, it included independence for everyone. And it was voted out by the Southern people, legislators at that time. The other man was John Adams and Abraham Lincoln. And let me just tell you a little bit about what happened in the lives of these three men which leads me to believe that perhaps there's something more going on, the dormant forces, the energy that begins to come into your lives as you start living at these higher levels begins to surface and show up in ways that you might never have thought of before. Let's go back a few hundred years. It's 1776. There's a rabble-rouser in Congress whose name is John Adams. He's a troublemaker been raising hell with the British, encouraging people to think about dissent, encouraging people to read common sense. And he has drawn a lot of attention for this, John Adams, the second president of the United States. But this is before, long before that, 20 years or so before he becomes president. And a young man from Virginia with red hair in his early 30s, comes to Philadelphia. And he's a representative of Virginia. And John Adams approaches this man who he had heard had this great capacity for writing. And he approaches him and asks him the question, he said, would you please write a declaration of independence from England? Would you write that? And Jefferson said, no. Why don't you write it? Why do you want me to write it? He was an unknown at the time, considerably younger than Adams. And Adams said, well, because number one, if I wrote it, no one would pay attention to it because they see me as a troublemaker. I'm paraphrasing here, obviously. But this is the way it went. I've read this in detail. And Adams said, also, I can't write like you can. You have a way with words and a gift. Would you please write this declaration? And Jefferson went away and wrote the declaration. And on the 4th of July, in 1776, it was signed and promulgated throughout the world. And today is considered one of the most sacred documents about freedom 
and what we are entitled to as a people any place on the planet. Now, there's a revolutionary war. Washington becomes president, serves two terms. Adams becomes president, serves two terms. His vice president from a different party is Thomas Jefferson. And he serves for eight years, and then he retires. And Adams goes off to Massachusetts and lives out the rest of his life, writing. Jefferson, after becoming president for eight years, leaves, goes to Monticello. Now we move ahead. It's 1826. It's 50 years later from the signing of the Declaration of Independence. As a matter of fact, it's the 4th of July. And it's 1826, 50 years, more than most of your lifetimes have gone by since this declaration was written, which was encouraged by John Adams, conceived by John Adams, and written by Thomas Jefferson. And an aide comes to the ailing Thomas Jefferson in Monticello, Virginia, and Jefferson is lying on his deathbed on the 4th of July. 50 years later. And the aide says to the president, how are you? And the president said, woke up, and he looked up and he said, what day is it? And his aide said, it's the 4th of July. It's the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, Mr. President. And Jefferson looked up at his aide and said, Adams lives. And he closed his eyes, and he died on the 50th anniversary of the signing of the document that he wrote. In Massachusetts, on the same day, John Adams is on his deathbed. And he says to his aide, what day is it? His aide said, Mr. President, it's the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And he looked up. And it is reported that he said, Jefferson lives. And he closed his eyes. And within hours of each other, on the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, both men died. Coincidence? Perfect fit? What's happening here? No two presidents have ever died in the same year, let alone on the same day, in the same hours of the signing of one of the most sacred documents ever conceived and ever produced. When you begin to live at unity consciousness, all human beings are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, recorded for all humanity, for all posterity. Now we go forward. Slavery is rampant. Troubles are brewing. A country that was supposedly conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal is now on the brink of a great civil war. Four score and seven years after the signing, 
of that declaration. You all know the Gettysburg Address. And it's 1865. The war is over. President Lincoln has published the proclamation of emancipation for all people. Finally, the words of the Declaration mean something to all people. There's an actor in the country at that time. His name is Edwin Booth. He's perhaps the most famous Shakespearean actor of his time, world-renowned as this great actor and great Shakespearean dramatist, highly thought of and regarded. He receives word that his brother, John Wilkes Booth, has just assassinated President Lincoln at the Ford Theater in 1865. And Edwin Booth goes into a deep depression. He lives in disgrace. He never goes on stage again. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He's living a life, but just barely. And several years later, he's on a platform in New York. And a train is pulling into the platform. And a young boy is pushed off of the platform in front of an oncoming train. And Edwin Booth jumps from the platform, grabs the young boy, hurls him to safety, and just barely escapes with his life. And several days later, he receives a letter from Mary Lincoln, President Lincoln's widow, thanking him for saving the president's son. And he resumes his career. What are the chances? Synchronicity is at work. I mean, thinking about eliminating slavery is something we are all able to applaud today. But you have to put yourself back to what it was like in 1860s and the 1850s to be an abolitionist. To be saying to people, this is something we shouldn't do. Or you have to go back even further to what it would be like in colonial America when it was a lot safer and a lot easier to go along with what the British were telling us than it would be to sign documents of independence and be willing to take on the British Empire, which was the most powerful force in the world. And those people, those founding fathers, long before we today could experience those freedoms, they walked down roads that were filled with cobblestones and potholes so that we could walk down roads that are paved today. That story gets to me every time I tell it. It takes pathfinders. It takes people of great courage. And when people live that way at unity consciousness, powerful, powerful things begin to happen in their lives. And they will in yours. All right, that was Wayne Dyer. His website is waynedyer.com. I love that story. I've heard that story so many times I can't even count because I've listened to the program from which this clip comes over and over again. It's called Applying the Wisdom of the Ages. I highly recommend it. You can find that at audible.com as well as nightingale.com. 
check that one out. You are going to dig it. That is it for me. Please leave a rating or review for the show on iTunes. I appreciate it. And go to my website, SeanCroxton.com, and pick up my free ebook, The Money Mind Reset, Five Steps to Changing Your Relationship with Money. Speaking of money, I'm going to see you tomorrow for our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. I will see you then. I'm out. Peace. Peace.